Okay, we're back at it again. This is the No Apology Podcast. I'm your wonderful host, Shaquille. I have my awesome co-host, my brother, Chris. Yep. And this is episode 25, I believe. And we're here. Um, First of all, man, what's good? Uh, how, how your week been? My week been all right. Um, the weather has been changing I don't know if people will be able to hear my nose a little stuffed up and shit. Um, just being being as though like the weather changed so fast on the East Coast, and Yo, I'm still quick, still sleeping with the windows open and all that. Like that totally fucked me up. Um, yeah, that so, shit yeah. could change like overnight, bro. Yeah, it was like 45 degrees like Saturday morning. It was like 40 something. I'm like, damn. Shit, this last week it was 60 degrees, niggas right. outside balling. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, man. My week my week been all right, though. I'm just, you know, maintaining, you know, trying to get through. You know, COVID is like a a, a big thing in our lives. Big, you know, big thing, man. Big thing. And now it's on a rise again. Yeah, it's looking like, I think they said, what, like this the third wave? We had two of them shits already that's. It's affecting it, affecting the country in whole, but affecting like the communities in whole as well, bro. Like, yeah, it's been crazy. Even for um, I'll just read another day. High school basketball in Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. So BCIT, you know, our alma mater, mm-hmm. they actually canceled their winter sports for this year. Mm-hmm. So COVID is affecting the kids to the point where they ain't even got no basketball season. Yeah, um, it's affecting. Kids a lot, you know, even with like their education and schooling being all virtual, uh, it's affecting adults. It's effect- affecting like their their everyday life. You know, it's affecting a lot of people. Don't talk about it a lot, but COVID has ruined a lot of relationships too. Because you got to think during these times, it's not really much that we could do. We're not really able to do too much, but, you know, we got to make, you know, do what's, you know, whatever, you know, it's it's presented to us at, at this time with, you know, the virus being where it's at. And, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, really too fond of seeing the person that they with fully, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's some shit, man. <laughs> I tweeted this the other day. It's a lot of alone time. Yeah. <laughs> Once you live with somebody, once they leave, you by yourself. Right. Man. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Nah. But COVID twenty twenty, it's been a crazy year. What I what I can say, it's been a great year for me financially, though. Like I would say that because you're not doing shit. Everything's closed, so you saving a lot more money. Mm-hmm. You putting in a little bit more hours because you're not pressed to go out or anything yeah. like that. So right. financially. I could say it's been a good year. I definitely achieved some financial goals I had. But it you also put, too. you not, you hold up, because you leaving out the fact that you putting in all these hours from the crib, though. <laughs> you ain't outside. I ain't grinding, though. Yeah, you ain't really grinding. You you grinding from the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I wish I could do that. I've been really out in the field, like, since, you know, this whole thing. So it's like, I got to see. The reactions. I was out there when the highways was empty, like c- clocking out of work and driving home in the afternoon. The high, the, the highways is clear. When like, people were scared buying yeah. all the paper towels from the store. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like totally. Like 
so yeah man i just i think with you know it's not really much on the romantic side you could really do <laughs> with you know your partner in relationships and it's really just a lot of talking yeah, you gotta be creative. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta entertain. I know it's been yeah. a lot of Netflix, and I don't probably watch every movie on that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a few things that I gotta watch on Netflix still, but I just try to stay busy and creating. Like, in the space that I'm in now, it's like I have to be creating. I have to be studying something. I have to be reading something or learning something just to fuel that 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 just that feel that energy that i have especially during these times it's like you don't want to be too stagnant and too content with what's going on you know in a way so and it's a lot to kind of swallow on a daily basis though bro like going through all this shit especially me you know raising a child and shout out to all my people raising children through this corona especially young children it's been hard yeah how's that been how's tough. that been how's that been um, and it's like I feel bad for her because I feel like she's not really getting a chance to experience her childhood yet. She's still young, so she has a lot of life yet. But and I have a two-year-old daughter, y'all. For those who don't know me, well, not two. She's not two yet. She' about to be two in December, but okay. I, she damn near two. Right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been different because she. Ain't, I ain't really get a chance to go to the park with her this summer. Okay, because you know Corona was doing them high times. They probably yeah. ain't open the park until like around August. Mm. Um, it's been a lot of like solitary where she just in the crib, which ain't been a bad thing too, because you don't really want her out there exposed too much. Right. But I do feel like the children, like their childhood is being hindered because of COVID nineteen, as well as everybody, but especially the kids. Like kids can't really be kids, and they're so young to understand what's fully going on. And it's crazy in the era that we're growing up in now. They're being trained from young ages to wear masks, like. It was funny because I was on a conference call and shit, and my uh, my boss, her daughter was in the background. She was mad as hell. She like, yeah, fucking teacher got uh, her <laughs> wearing a mask <laughs> while she home doing virtual learning. <laughs> like, what's the point of that? Like, I never got that shit. Like, why do teachers want the kids to wear masks while they home? <laughs> so do you – I got a question. So, you know, as we when we were young, I remember, like, my mom would tell me as I was – young and stuff i'd have to be you can't really hide your kids from catching colds and being sick like you got to really put them out there so their immune system gets strong and stuff like that so you being a parent how do you then kind of strengthen your your, your daughter's immune system without kind of like completely hiding her from the atmosphere um i think it goes with being careful you know and being keen to anything that's going on around you because i'm not about to put my daughter in the high volume place you mm -hmm. know where it's mad moving around so i'm gonna still take her outside expose mm -hmm. her but i'm not gonna bring her into the mall at high volumes periods you know probably late night shopping yeah. things like that i'll be smart about it right but it's tough bro like you said and they make COVID 19 seem like it's not just like one of them type of regular shits like a regular common cold, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not really some shit that you feel like you should expose your child to because it's like you don't know how they're going to come back from that, especially trusting the hospitals and shit now. Um, would you even feel comfortable going to the hospital, you know, 
around nah. this time period? Like you said, you're not even feeling well right now. What was your first reaction? You think you're about to go to the hospital? No, nah, <laughs> I think the first thing I think, you know what they gonna nah. say, right? <laughs> I think we depend. I think we depend on the doctors too much. That's my opinion. I think we depend on that too much because at any point in time, their first, their first, you know, thing is to prescribe you to some medication uh-huh. or to like give you something that's ultimately in the long run going possibly fuck you up <laughs> for lack of better terms. So. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in you know just automatically going with oh let's go to the doc, let's go to the hospital, all that stuff. But you gotta do what you gotta do. If you're feeling, you know, in a, in a, a space where you can't control what's going on and you're feeling that bad, by all means, you know, go to the hospital and stuff like that. But I'm the type of person like. I'm not even really quick to take medication, you feel me? Like, yeah, when I'm sick, I like to just let shit be and just naturally, like, let the shit be out my system. You know, I like to fight my, you know, sickness when I am sick. So, you know, I'm not always the, the first one to, like, pick up the Robitussin <laughs> or the Tylenol, you know. <laughs> so, like I said, it's, it's still been rough. It's, I think a lot of egos have been twisted, you know, we're ego-driven people as humans. So, you know, I think a lot of people were able to see, you know, themselves in a in a, a full light, you know, being in, in a depressed state of mind if they were in that depressed state of mind. And yeah, who are we to who are we to feel like we're in control of, of things? Yeah, like <laughs> and that's real shit. Who all knows this COVID could be government issued for yeah. all we know. Trying to give us vaccine and shit, but that's another story. All right. Oh, uh, but <laughs> it's a lot of us out here too, man. And saying not to say nobody just came back from Miami, so we had a good time out there. But there's people really out here not giving a fuck about COVID nineteen. Like, yeah. Let's put put that in the atmosphere as well too. Like, we all trying to be safe. We all taking precautions. But I mean, Halloween just passed. I seen. Did the you clubs, see the Halloween bruh? parties, <laughs> Bruh, Them clubs was lit. Oh I just seen Melon them Joe when it was at Compound. Like Halloween parties, bro. People don't give a fuck. And they, it's funny because they were saying this before they even opened up. Like certain states, they were afraid to do that. Because, you know, they thought that regardless, people weren't going to listen anyway. People were going to end up still partying and having their fun. And they were right, you know. You know how they be like places got to be at 25% capacity. What the fuck? Restaurants are probably the only ones that really abide by that. Like restaurants, because they, in Jersey restaurants, they just opened the, the dining inside. And I think that's only at like maybe 25% capacity yeah so besides that it's just like how can how can you be at a club and i saw this i saw a video like it was a a video of a bunch of dudes in the club it wasn't even like a lot of girls in the i ain't see a female in the video <laughs> Damn. a bunch of dude like you going to the club during covid to be around a bunch, a bunch of, of men dudes for real that's crazy a bunch of men like, nah, that shit ain't worth it at that point. And I'm, I ain't judging, but it's just like, damn, like even like, nah, it's teach on. I definitely yeah, ain't knocking nobody's shit. Even the Halloween, the Halloween parties, it was just like, damn. I hope that motherfuckers took a COVID test <laughs> after that. Like, <laughs> word is born. Like I couldn't like certain things like that. I definitely had to look in myself and be like, is it really worth it? Is it really worth you know me getting sick because I want to go to this Halloween party like? 
that's how I would just look at it. Like, damn, is life too short? Yeah, but I want my life at the same time. Like, I definitely want my Word life. Bomb, but now, you know, there's definitely some people out here to be like, damn, if I got a question every move I make because of COVID-19, am I really living life then? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they take, re- and they live in life like, like life was never changed. Like COVID right. never existed. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's people out here really living like that. Shit, we went to Miami. I yeah, mean, we, we were safe. We were we were we were moving safe. You know, we weren't at no clubs or nothing. Like we we did move safe. So, you know, it wasn't like we were trying to, you know, get sick or anything like that. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, it is a lot of people out there that just want to be free and it don't matter what they seeing on the news like they going to go out. They going to enjoy their time and their life. I mean, look at look at our president, bro. He said one day, COVID nineteen is going to disappear. Mad <laughs> <laughs> just magically disappear. It's going to just go away. I personally don't think, like after this shit, we all going to be the same. Like nah. it's going to take a toll on oh, us, no, 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 on no, the no, way no, we no. do things moving no, forward. No, 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 like no, no. It, there's it, always going to be a shield in front of somebody now at the register. Yeah, no, no, like no, things no. like that ain't about to change no time soon. If you remembered how life was before COVID. You might as well forget about that. That's long, long gone. Long gone. At this point, we need to be thinking about life after COVID. What's life going to be after COVID? When is it going to end? You know, because nobody really has the answers to that. And even when they do say, oh, you know, you, nobody has to wear a mask anymore. You think people still not going to wear a mask? <laughs> <laughs> you think people still not going to be wearing masks? Like, you shitting me? I was... At my job alone, I was wearing masks before it was even a thing for jobs to be wearing masks. Before it was mandatory in Jersey, I was wearing a mask at work. People were looking at me weird, like, that doesn't help you. Like, why are you wearing that? You think that really helps? Like, to each his own, bro. Like, I just know I, I love my life. I'm trying to be as safe as possible. And I'm not going to recant what I said a couple minutes ago, but. I do want to still live my life, but I just want to be safe with it, if that makes sense. I'm not going to be, like, doing a bunch of wild, you know, crazy stuff that doesn't make any sense for me to do during these times. But I do sometimes, like, want to go out to eat. I'll go sit at a restaurant, something like that. I think it's little things like that. You got to find ways in between this to cope with that isolation yeah, bro, like you said, like even little things like going to a restaurant, shit like that makes you feel human, you know? Like we not stuck into a box or right. it's really a like one of those like movie types. Right. It's a pandemic outside and, and speaking you can't of movies, go not to cut you off, speaking of movies, nah, the movie theaters are open. When? Are they recently? <laughs> yeah, they're open now. Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't people even know ain't that, that's what I'm saying. People didn't even know that, but <laughs> You can go to AMC Marlton right now. That's crazy, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> I ain't nothing like crazy new playing because ain't no movies done came yeah, out. Yeah, I ain't but, like, you see no new movies popping. Yeah, but it's open. But people ain't really trying to fuck with it like that. Everything basically open now. Yeah. Like, let's, let's keep it a buck. Everything's yeah. open. For you, if if it's do you think it's good or not? That's up to the government and you know the 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 whole people around that make those decisions. But to the regular common folk. I think people are not really sure how to take, you know, the country slowly opening back up. Even the president trying to get kids to be uh to go back to school. How can how can parents trust that their kids would be safe? School would never be the same no more, bro. <laughs> 
now like schools are gonna have to implement that hybrid like learning yeah. from home or at home learning is basically gonna be the new norm. Nah, that's a fact. Just to speak upon the schooling part. Yeah, that's a fact. And uh, like you said, though, life after COVID nineteen, that's gonna be hard hard to grasp for a lot of people. Or you know, and I think it's only hard if, like I said, who are we to control what happens next? When you're accepting to any possibilities, you prepared for it. And I don't think a lot of people, you know, are not. Of course, we weren't prepared for this in February and March. But leading up to now, it's it's November. You know, I don't think people are even still prepared for what's going on currently. So I think it it comes to a point where we got to just accept what's going on right now. We can't we can't want to be in control like that's, you know, our ego in, in that place where we think that. Life ain't supposed to be like this. That's where a lot of our stress comes from, in my opinion. Like, yeah, no, nah, that's real shit. Cause you know, life is how you take it. So yeah. you really can't predict the future. You kind of gotta adapt and and deal with the circumstances. And I feel like that's something that our generation is used to, because we we kind of the era that's been through pagers. Now we on iPhones and shit like that. Right. And you know, we '90s baby, so it's cool, man. Just to see everything that's going on, but at the same time, we can adapt to anything that's going to hit us with. And I think that's one one cool thing I can say about our generation, man. And another thing that you left out, too, is that we were here and living before all this social media stuff came into play. That's real. That's real. We was like, the MySpace you know creators. Saying? You know what I'm saying? We might not have been adults when social media was not, not a thing, but we were living and playing and going outside and stuff before like social media became a thing it was just video games you know what i'm saying so we we know you know a lot of a lot of people may not take that into consideration they may think that our lives have always been social media Real shit. but you know it's been so publicized and you know thrown at us that that's just the norm now so even that we gotta we gotta accept that as as you know for what it is. We've been through a lot, man. Dial up internet. <laughs> think about it, man. <laughs> These kids would never know, bro. That song, it was like <laughs> you've got mail. You've got <laughs> if you had if you didn't have mail, something was wrong with your computer, right. bro. <laughs> if your if your your computer didn't make that loud ass noise, like it wasn't turning on. Like, that point real shit man but yeah but we're living through crazy times man and it's just crazy because we have to deal with pan- pandemics and then we we're still dealing with injustices as black people and you know just last week because we're recording on on sunday now you know it's november 1st first of the month but just before october ended and bless all those you know who may have lost their life black and whoever lost their life man but specifically on the Walter Wallace situation that just happened right across the bridge in Philly. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, in October, October 26th, 27-year-old Walter Wallace Jr., he was, it was was a response call, I believe, and he were, he was chasing, in the video that I seen, he was chasing the uh, officers with a knife and he was gunned down in front of his mom 
in in West Philadelphia. And this was like a this was during the day too, so you know this was kind of trending like midday, and it was a complete shocker just as far as everything else that you know has transpired this year. We've literally on this podcast have talked about death after death, multiple instances, just by police brutality though. Just and just instances where police is involved, and that shouldn't be a norm. That shouldn't be what we're discussing all the time. But but saying that to say this this male was twenty seven years old, my age, yep, our and, age, yep. And like you said, police were called in. And I heard something, and I can't back it up, so I can't quote nobody. But I heard it. somebody who called the police may have been his mother, somebody close to him. Did you uh, hear something similar to that? Or am I, am I, am I, I didn't hear. I didn't. I didn't hear the part of when the when why the police even got called. Yeah, but. It's a it's they said that that day he had just got out of uh the clinic because he has like a he had like a, a mental illness he had like a like a uh, I think it was bipolar disorder or something like that. Okay, so so Walter Wallace had some type of mental illness. Yeah. Okay. So that was put out there, and I I think the neighborhood or the the block was familiar with that. So I think in the midst, like his his mom was trying to stop the police. Because they I were, definitely seen that his mom yeah. was trying to do her best to stop the police from shooting her son. I seen the interview. Yeah. Damn, it had me in tears, man. Like, right, and it's 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 real it's real messed up. I think as a you know not to not that I would want to be a cop, but in that instance, you know, if I was a cop, of course, yeah, I'm not I'm not thinking about. I don't know that that man has a mental illness, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not thinking that he's not trying to harm me or he's mentally ill. Like, I'm going to just react because my safety's on the line. But to shoot somebody multiple times, and I think they emptied shoot their the kill. clip. Yeah, I they, think they emptied their clip. They shot multiple shots, bro. When you think about that, then you have to you have to understand that this is this is fear that these cops have. They're 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 scared, and not even cut cut you off when when you have situations such as somebody waving a knife. The police are called to de-escalate the situation, <laughs> not no, to terminate have, the situation. Yo, not they, to terminate. Police it. have always <laughs> been to protect and serve, bro. They are public servants to us. Oh, but damn, they're terminators, bro. You know what like, I'm saying, and it just turned into. Like I said, it's this, it's fear. A lot of these cops too come from a military background, and they come out here still thinking it's modern war warfare. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. They're not fully trained all the way. They're not all the way trained to, you know, how to take somebody down. And like I said, even with these situations where it's knives or weapons drawn, you don't really hear about a lot of cops being shot at first before they shoot. You just hear. Oh, so they see a gun or they see a weapon or they see a person, you know, without a weapon and they're just opening fire. I, I truly believe it's out of fear and lack of training as well, but mainly out of fear because you can't tell me the situation here has nothing to do with them being afraid. If you, if you even if any for anybody even seen the video, you know, those cops were scared. You've seen them running away, frantically running away, popping their guns out and shooting them. That man did not have a gun. He could have done no harm at the length he was at away from them. He may have been charging at them, but at the end of the day, you're police officers. You're supposed to be have some type of training of de-escalation. Why shoot to kill and harm that man's life? 
<laughs> I don't know, bro. It's like they want us to get used to shit like that. Shit like this is getting caught on video left and right. But how are we supposed to get used to shit like that when it's somebody look just like us? Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough one to to answer. It's and tough, it's, man. It's, but even after that, Philly got turned upside down. Oh, that was, was that, that was posted. Protesting. Yeah. I seen a lot of crazy videos on social media, just people reactions to what happened. And that shit was crazy, man. Um I seen a video where the cops were, were beating this woman. Lord knows for for what they was even beating her for. But just to show you after something like that happens, the police force I think they even get scared even more. Because they don't know what the reaction is going to be from everybody else. So they start doing things out of context. I, I seen one article where they said 30 officers got hurt. One officer yeah. even got hit by a car intentionally. Yeah. Like, shit been real in Philly. And they broke into, they were breaking into a lot of pharmacies. They were they broke into, I saw a video um, in Port Richmond. That's in Philly. Uh, they broke into a Walmart. And it was destroyed. Like, they broke in from the, the roof of it. You know, damaged the pipes, Sheesh. had it flooded. You know, they blew up the ATMs. What the fuck, yo? The AT, all the uh, not the ATMs and the vending machines. The part, just the part where the money's located. It was like this was some plan shit. People not even plan, but like, like skilled this. people that knew. These like, wasn't protesters. These wasn't people mad yeah. at. These people trying to come up, bro. All the registers were cleared. Like, and everybody has a problem. Not everybody. Let me take that back. A lot of people have a problem with, you know, this looting situation when these things happen. And I think you wanted to talk about that, too. Like, whether it was... Uh, whether yeah, that's you just kind of said that. You said you said they had to. And I see no, I didn't say... I don't, I don't... I didn't say they had to. I said people think that they... People think that it's a, it's a, it's a, a bad thing or they have an opinion on it, which they're well within their right to believe that. Yeah. But my personal belief, I don't have the answer on, you know, what the right thing to do is because you have to then persuade everybody to believe that. But what I will say about looting is it is, you know, better than violence. It may not be the best, you know, the best presentation to the people that are losing their money and losing, you know, their businesses because of the looting, but yeah. a lot of times it's not really about the material things that people are taking. It's a lot of times it's, and I'm not speaking for everybody that takes things. You know, people are gonna be people. They yeah. want to steal shit at that time, but a lot of times it's to, to let people know that I'm here. My yeah. my presence is here now. That's real shit. Now that, you can feel me now. That is real shit. You know, that's and that's my belief of it. I don't have this perfect plan to like say, yo, when somebody you know gets killed, this is what we should do because. We done tried to do everything, in my opinion. Not every single thing, but as far as trying to express how we feel about it and, you know, go about making the changes with, like, the uh, police brutality. Like, what more can we do, you know, because we still going to be black tomorrow. We still going to be black the next day. But just as far as talking to police, how do we do that? How do we avoid getting shot? <laughs> Our opinion and I'm speaking for black people, <laughs> it's never going to change about, you know, how we how we react. And those that know, know that you always have to try to act accordingly without trying to get shot. <laughs> and it's fucked up to say, but we have a certain mentality when it comes to the police. 
and it's they only making their case a lot worse. It's hard to change our state of mind towards the police when we have to see shit like this all the time. And I even seen another article where they were saying that they're going to defund the police now in uh, <laughs> in Philly because of shit like this. They're going to defund them. I'm like, I, I don't know if that's a start or whatever the case may be. These cops probably won't even get charged for this situation. They just got suspended, because, but they, they, they don't think they're going to charge him. Just because he had a knife, he was chasing them, you know, they they'd probably feel like they were well within their right to do what they did. And that's, that's sad, you know, because they should get some type of punishment for doing that because they should be trained and equipped to know what to do in a situation like that two without officers. even being hurt. Yeah, two, two officers. officers. We, Not to say it was just that. one officer who yeah. was scared. There were two officers. Both of them let shots off. Did both of you guys really have to shoot for that man? Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at a distance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely needs to be something done about that. Um, A lot of these injustices, like you said, has a lot to do with scared cops and cops not being trained correctly. So I do believe that's where it starts. Us, we never going to be trained mentally. I don't think we ever going to kind of get over this hump until we start to see changes being made. Uh, It's tough, bro. Just during COVID, man, how many how many of these killings have we seen? Just during COVID, how do you how how do you like how do you just take that in? You know, like how do you just and like I said, even with this looting situation, like people doing this during COVID, so it's like y'all gotta feel people at some point. Like enough is enough here, you know. And it's even if we was to kill, start sh- shooting cops, people know that that wouldn't solve Philly anything. Been doing that already. That's though. what I'm saying. Philly people all, people Philly know that it wouldn't solve that. anything. It's a lot. It's a lot of, and it's a lot of unsolved murders that go on in Philly alone, just with you know the crime, you know. So with police, it's like it got to be some type of common ground, man. Like it can't, it can't be, and that's with all police, all police around the world. I just think it has to be a point where we have to understand our roles in society. If you're here to protect and serve us, let's do that. You know, it's a lot of cops out here that are just more, you know, they rather pull you over some for some weed or, you know, just something petty like rather than having stopping the crime around the block just off the strength, you know, and I just think the direction where you know it it needs to be at is just reform and Helping to build whatever communities that we're in. Yeah, the, the police need to know their community and yeah. know what they're dealing with. Like you said, not nobody outside. People need to know what they're dealing with right there and then. And, like, just to sidebar a little bit, it's tough, too, because when you think of the idea of police, like you said, to protect and serve, but like I said earlier, they're all supposed to be the de-escalators. Any situation that happens, they're the ones that, if you don't have anybody to call, you don't got a big bro or big sis, you got to call the police because who else yeah. you really going to turn to for help, right? right. And I, I laugh now, but even growing up, you know, growing up, my older brother, you're gangster for y'all don't you feel me. But whenever we used to get into it or, or things used to get bad, my mom, sometimes she didn't know what to do. And yeah. she used to say, yo, like, if y'all, don't, if y'all don't stop, I'll call the police on y'all. Right. Like, that's supposed to be the de-escalator. And it's been times when she actually did call the police on us and they right. came. 
And it don't matter what the situation is. People think that that's a solution. You want somebody kicked out your crib, call the police. Somebody don't want to do what you want them to do, you call the police. And who knows? Even one of them times, my mom could have called the police on us. We could have got shot. Yeah. Anytime somebody calls police, they could have got shot. Yeah. So you never really know the situations of how shit is going to go. So they just have to do a better job on themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, that's a, a thousand percent true. I mean, when it when does it start? When does it begin? Because you got a whole, you know, army of police, and we don't really know what their intentions are anymore. We don't know. You know, what, what, you know, my mom tells me, you know, she used to tell me all the time, like, if a cop pull you over, you know, make sure you call somebody, shit. you know, have somebody on speakerphone, you know, record everything. Like, who wants to go through that? You know, who, who wants to, who wants to go through that? You know, and I know, like, if I wasn't black, I wouldn't have to do that. You know, I wouldn't, I, it's certain things that I wouldn't have to do, you know, if I, if I, if I wasn't black. And, you know, I just try to be respectful. You know, I just I just got pulled over the other day. And, you know, I never I never try to argue. I never try to argue with cops. You know, like never. <laughs> I know people that are so offended by things that go on right now. Like, I'm about to say I have my good days. I have that's my what I'm bad saying. Like, it doesn't matter what, what type of mood. I'm yeah, in. I really nah, feel like never. I wasn't in the wrong. Nah, never. I, bro. I, I wouldn't snap, but. Ain't about to be a straight conversation. But see, like, that's it the matters. See, it does matter. But see, in that situation, that's 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 your ego speaking for you. Because no, and I, I completely understand, bro. But I have been in situations where I have been pulled over for for being no black. reason. Yeah, of yes, course, I have those but situations. That, but but and at, sometimes it does anger us, bro. But at that point, you got to understand, you're a, you're a civilian. They're a police officer. So anything that you're arguing, it doesn't even matter. They're a police officer. Even if you did nothing wrong and they decide they want to pull you over, you arguing with them is another charge. <laughs> you being combative is another charge. That's added to whatever else they're going to give you a ticket for. So just that alone, like when we talking about our egos and stuff, like like I said, when I got pulled over recently, like I just, with everything still going on, I had to just humble myself and be like, you know, whatever I did. Okay, I did that. All right, cool. Well, I was doing that. All right. Thank you. You know, thank you for giving me a little break, you know, because a lot of times cops do give a lot of people like breaks when they're speeding and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I got a break once or twice. Yeah. I, I definitely did. I and that once or twice did. went a long way because that four points or whatever, that <laughs> that insurance hike up, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I, I wish I could just count on a finger how many times I've been pulled over the police. Yeah. I wish I could count on my fingers yeah. how many times I interacted with the police. Yeah. I can't, bro. I, yeah. I, I couldn't put a number of value behind it yeah. in my 27 years of, of living. I probably deal with them more than, I don't know, you feel me? Like, yeah. it, it's crazy to say. So I have my good times, but you do have these times where you know that they're wrong. Yeah. That they're people as well, that they're just coming crazy. Yeah. Coming at you as a person, not really coming as you as a civilian, you feel me? And that that's when it hurts the most. <laughs> and that's when I, you do feel like, fuck that. I ain't about to be treated that way. I'm going yeah. to say something. You, well, you, you got to be prepared for... You do got to be prepared for your consequences, yeah. but we do have rights as, as as Americans as well with freedom of fucking speech, my brother. Nah, of and, course. And I will speak my shit in. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be a bitch about it because they want you to be a bitch sometimes. And it's, it's cool. It's cool, bro, to, to accept the ticket and move. Sometimes you don't want to be bothered. I get it. But it's too many damn times where I have to accept that damn ticket for yeah. no fucking reason. You know what I mean, bro? <laughs> yeah. 
And that's those be the times I'm ready to speak up. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even I don't want you to think neither that being silent or being quiet about it is necessarily being a bitch, but sometimes not sp- saying exactly how you feel to them could go a long way, you know, versus speaking your mind cuz like I said, you might run into the wrong cop and speak your mind to the wrong cop and Clearly, you haven't done that yet. So, and I thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it's like taking that into consideration. Like, it's just how you go about things. It's like, it ain't, it don't even matter if you're mad. You could be mad, but, you know, just how we go about things. And we have that target on our back to where we have to do that. You, as my brother, I will want you to do that. Even if you are mad at a cop, like, I would hate to just hear about, yo, such and such got hit by a, a police officer because you know he was arguing with a cop over you know something you know we can't win every battle with them man like it's clear it's obvious i don't think you know how many battles have you won with arguing with the police well like you said i ain't dead i ain't dead now so i feel like i won all of them because i said what i said i'm still breathing but not not even to that extent but has it has it has you arguing Whatever gotten you out of a ticket, but it, it didn't it didn't change anything. Me, yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. That, that's it what didn't I'm change asking. anything. Yeah, it has been times where, um, I I've played the nice game and I haven't got shit. Yeah, it, there's been times where I played the nice game and I still got shit. But I'm not so, I'm not saying play the nice game to not get a ticket. Of but course, saying, of course, yeah. you, you violate, you violate. I'm yeah. just saying you never really know what's on that cop's mind. Right. So. You can't always accept your fate, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to get this ticket, you're going to get this ticket, regardless mm-hmm. what the fuck come out of my mouth. If you're going <laughs> to yeah. shoot me after that, yeah. you're going to shoot me after that. I can't right. stop it. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, right. But, nah, I get what you're saying, though, bro. And, and and that's the thing a lot of us have to know as well. When to even know you can even do that, you can't. Yeah. Nobody can really truly say we can do that without facing some type of consequence. So you have to be able to accept the consequences that come with it. And it's not and fair. It's, it. it's not fair that it's we have to fair. do that. It's not fair. But... You know, the reality of it is, yes, if we do say the wrong things to the wrong cop, we might not make it back home that night That's or that or that day. We might not make it home that day. And a lot of it's not a lot of people that have to wake up and deal with that just when they get pulled over. What ha- what ha- like what do you think about, you know, versus somebody that's not black when they get pulled over? You know, those are the things that you have to understand as people that yeah you could be upset and be mad but what's more important because if if you had a son a grown son and he get put over by the police anybody i know i I can't speak for everybody i would want my son to do whatever he got to do to make sure he get back home to me like i wouldn't want him to be trying to fight with the police and argue with the police because of whatever at the end of the day they doing their job if they see something and they pull you over for a reason that's their job. They choosing to do that. It's up to you to decide the outcome of the situation. Because if you decide you want to take your anger out on them, they are going to do whatever it is. They already don't like us. They already don't like us for being black. So it's like they want you to be mad. They want you to get angry. They want you to carry a knife or carry a weapon just so they have a reason to, to, to shoot you. So my point with all of this is don't give them a reason to do that. Don't give them a reason because a lot of it's a lot of situations where, you know, we don't give them a reason, but they still shoot us. So exactly. it's like true, it's, it's like it's like, you know, that the police situation, that's just a situation where, you know, 
we just got to play it safe, man. Like, we have to, man. We have to. And I don't think that it's whoever with election time being in right around the corner. Real shit. I don't, I don't think that, you know, whoever is elected is going to change what's going on now because this is something that's been going on. This police brutality, you know, is, is something that's been happening. And, and I seen I seen the video when, when uh, it was with Common and he was asking like a regular person, he's like, who you got in an election? Common, you said? Yeah, Common. He was oh, okay. he was out in Florida campaigning right. for Biden or whatever. And he asked somebody, like, who you got in an election? Bro was like, feel me? It don't matter who I got. It ain't going to do shit for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like people strongly believe that it doesn't matter who's in office. People are still going to be people. Cops are still going to be cops. Shit is still going to happen. What can the presidential candidates do for us that's in these communities where we feel like nobody cares about us? You feel me? People like my mans. And, and it's hard to even think like that. Um, I think voting, it may make a difference somewhere else, but locally, it starts with you know our school systems, our people that are the influencers. It starts right there. So it's tough to even... Podcasts too, man. These yeah. podcasts, like, with the news and stuff, because we giving our little, like, links and stuff from, like, news articles. A lot of the news situations, like, those people are there as puppets you know a lot of them a lot of that is propaganda you know with the podcast situation i think it's good to listen to podcasts because you you get to really see what's going on in the world from a, from a, a real lens you know an authentic lens where everything is not just dumbed down and to give you you know what you want to hear for like shock value and oh coronavirus is is you know here to stay forever like to like try to fuck with your mind and like not to give you any help like that's i think that's where you know a lot of podcasts come in you know you really get the real of what's going on yeah from real real perspective yeah real 100 percent perspective so you know it's so many names to name that you know you just gotta say just rest in peace to all of them um that's it's that's just a really 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 unfortunate you know situation and rest in peace to to walter wallace jr man it's just sad bro um yeah where you where you want to take this next what you where where you what you thinking about right now off the off the cuff because we went we went real dark just now (laughs) so this something to lighten the mood i guess man because all this sad shit is like god damn bro like every every week it's it's like new news out there to just mess with people's heads i just saw lil wayne you know under fire for taking a picture with trump <laughs> endorsing him like i don't even know if lil wayne could even vote you feel me like <laughs> but he he supported trump like i just like trump. they really out here trying to like get rappers now to to campaign for them so it's like way bigger than just like what y'all gonna do in actions. It's just about popularity, and I said that on, on like one of the other podcasts. But that's really all it is—just popularity, man. Man, I wish it was just a popularity contract. I mean, whatever contest, but I do feel like it's people in the higher ups that is gonna do whatever the fuck they want, regardless. So yeah, we gonna vote, and I don't know if we have already voted. I didn't. I'm a last minute person, so I'm probably going. <laughs> Hit up uh, on November third itself. Yeah, you off on November third? You work? I thought it was weird. My job still got Tuesday, right? Yes, yeah, a Tuesday. Yeah, I work, but 
Yo, I man. have time to yeah, I have time to do that. Oh, all right, where, where I need some time, man. Yeah, bro. But on a positive note, I think that, like I said, financially, man, what you been doing with this uh, this investing stuff? I kind of want to get into that 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 trading. Damn, you trying people, to you trying to ah oh, man, you trying to levels touch been the, on a lot, man. You like, trying to touch the services? I try to keep on the low ski, but nah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just been dibbling and dabbling in uh invest investing and you know trading with uh stock options and it's just kind of just a way to make money while i'm really not necessarily doing anything like making money sitting still like just following you know what the news and what's going on with certain companies that i follow and just watching the trends in the market uh what you think about that forex shit that everybody be doing? Would you ever got into that? Nah, I'm not. I ain't really into you know that type of situation. Um, I think it's more risky than uh, trading stock options, in my opinion. Um, and that's like foreign foreign exchange type stuff. So it's like you're dealing with foreign money. Okay. With the stock options, you just trading stocks with like the the regular companies that you know we all know of oh, like uh, that, that you could just look up in Google on your on your phone um so yeah that's just trying to create avenues man any 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 way that I could you know create some type of money flow I'm just trying to do that you know and that and with the with the stock options you know you don't need too much money to start with it but you definitely need you know some type of money and you need uh, patience, you know, because that the, the market gets tricky. Patience, focus, and uh, just being able to pay attention to how everything is moving. With, like I said, with certain news that comes out online or on TV, watching how the market or how whatever companies how they move during these times is very important and it can make you a lot of money i see a lot of people making you know a lot of money five hundred dollars a thousand dollars two stacks three stacks in a matter of minutes damn so, that sound good for anybody shoot yeah but it's nothing to play with you know just as fast as you could make money you could lose that's money too <laughs> just but that's where it comes to you know paying just paying attention man you don't have to trade every day. Like you could take a break whenever you want. So that's like I said, that's just something that I'm just starting out doing, and you know it's not really much to complain about with that. You know, just just a growing, growing investment, and you know that's where I'm at with it. I'm also trying to put you on it too. We gonna we gonna get into that. Yeah, I gotta get into that, man. Yeah, definitely. trying to keep putting my money in positive directions. Right, letting my money work for me. Just in closing, because this was a kind of a, a deep episode, uh, we got to just remember that life is what we make it, and whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So, of course, we're all living in tough times now, but, you know, we all got to find a way to get through these things, and we will find a way. I got faith in, you know, people, and just... Try to continue learning from yourself and everybody that you come in contact with. Um, 
you got any other last words, Chris? Um, it's just dope what everybody out here doing. You know, starting up these podcasts, open up these businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trade and I'm just proud, you know, of our people, how people are utilizing their time through these tough times. I've been seeing like a lot of positivity just throughout social media. And of course, of course, uh, social media is always going to project the, the positive things in people's life. Never going to give the negative, but now nah, yeah. it's dope and it's inspiring just to see, you know, a lot of opportunities being utilized during this downtime. And I know we talked a lot through this damn podcast. A lot of, like you said, deep shit. It's a reaction, you know. We we all get our reaction to these issues, and it's good to talk about. It's good to vent, even on a podcast platform or right. with your homies. You feel me? Because we all bottled up and and dealing with this shit. So it's good to talk about, even though it get pretty deep at times. You <laughs> yeah, feel me? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nah. But it's been dope, man. Uh, we're gonna continue to. Dive into these times and dive into other shit. I think that 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 sex episode was pretty good. So we got some reactions from that. Yeah, appreciate y'all listening. I want to do. I definitely want to <laughs> do another one to that with some females for sure, for sure. Because I think that'd be a great little dialogue. So I, I definitely want to make that happen soon. Nah, definitely. Um, I think we can work up something, bring a female through, um, get some opinions. Maybe even work up a nice little event in the future. Right. Following all CDC guidelines. Right. <laughs> right. But nah, it's been dope, man. Yeah, man. This is No Apology Podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. See y'all next time. Juke, already know.